0: of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Who is with me today, Pearly, Pearly May. What's going on? Thanks for joining. Hey, me. You, you don't you don't, talk, you don't give
2: my accolades anymore in the introduction.
1: What happened? happened I know. That? I, I that was heavily suggested to me, and then after those <laughs> accolades, I was kind of like, I don't I don't really care about Pearly's accolades um. anymore. Really okay, all right, give us your no, accolades. No, 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 that's my right. that's best I'm not That's a good point. You shouldn't you shouldn't beg anyway. Um all right, uh, caddy, you caddied this week. Obviously you um you. you fell short a little bit on the caddy though, but that, I, I, I have a hard time blaming you for any of that. Um anyway, let's get into this thing. we we format the show like a round of golf. The in um, this first segment is called the on the segment and it's brought to you by the gateway section of the PGA. Uh, gosh, love having them as a sponsor. We also are giving away a dozen tp5 golf balls each week. Send me an email j at jdelson you will be entered to win a brand new dozen tailor made tp5 golf balls. Uh, want to thank uh, Bob and Kathy Donahue 314-805-2132. Guys, Donahue Painting and Refinishing. Remember that name. They are doing great work. They can beautify the inside or the outside of your house. And besides that, they are great human beings. Call Bob or Kathy, 314-805-2132. All right, Pearl. Wow. So we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about my qualifying or lack thereof qualifying. Yep. We're gonna talk a little bit about LIV. We're gonna talk about the fact that the boys are going to Wentworth and now they've got the BMW, which is the flagship event on the, on the DP world tour and they got live players over there and there's all sorts of conversation going on about who, what, why should they be able to play? Should they not be able to play? Um, yeah, we got some cool stuff to go. So let's just jump right in. Um, this is Sunday of Ascension week. Um, Man, we've been waiting for this week a long time. The golf course, the setup of the golf course, it was just spectacular. What was your takeaway? We had a really not a great weather day on Monday. We had a hell of a lot of rain on Saturday and Sunday. We only got sprinkled on a little bit here and there on uh, uh, the tournament round. Could have been much, much worse. But, man, Pearl, that golf course played long.
2: I, I thought I played long, and I had to laugh. How many times did you guys get on the tee, and you're taking practice wings, and you had to move up a little bit because they had the signage so close to the tee, you couldn't hardly take a backswing. I I laughed every time. You know why? Because that was my dream. Okay, so we got to set
1: this up. We got to set this up better. So, folks, <laughs> it's totally typical for the title sponsor to have this this name branded signage on every tee. And it's it's beautiful. And it's and it's if you go to the very back cut of the tee and then go a foot further back, that's where the signage starts. Well, one of the things that they set the golf course up, they wanted it to play long and it was a very fair test. It was long test of golf. But there were a few of them where I looked at you. I'm like, bro, am I going to hit this thing? I mean, it was literally that close to the tee.
2: Well, again, you, you, it, normally you're back behind the ball two or three steps taking a practice swing. You couldn't take more than one full step. And even then, it had to be in the peripheral of your vision when you're taking your actual swing. And you weren't the only one. I certainly noticed it because I had the shivers about it being my, my, my nightmare dream. And the other guys, it was the same thing. Uh, one of the guys, Mark, even mentioned, he's like, what's going on with this billboard back here?
1: Exactly. So set us up what your dream nightmare is scenario looks like here
2: unfortunately in my career starting pre-high school uh <laughs> golf tournaments i would have dreamt the worst dreams ever the anxiety the night before tournaments is is horrific for me I, i'm exhausted before <laughs> the tournament starts and so normally it's a dream by the way our good buddy uh, out in utah bob call has some similar dreams and when i was out there with him a couple weeks ago we looked it up so we're not the only knuckleheads in the world that have these dreams. Hats,
1: hats off to our buddy Bob. What a what a great guy! And uh, I guess you guys had a terrific uh, trip out in Salt Lake.
2: Uh, yeah, and played Glenwell and floated the uh, Provo River for some trout. It, I mean, just a a dream of a weekend. So Bob and I actually looked it up while uh, he was cooking his aged aged steaks uh, over dinner one night, and so we both had to laugh because we're not the only knuckleheads. And then there's of course some psychiatrist who's. Uh, interpreting the dreams and stuff like that, which I won't get into that because it even gets scarier. But anyway, the dream is John Perlis next on the tee. I tee my ball up and there's a wall like six inches behind the ball and I can't hit the shot. And I'm looking around like, does anybody else see this wall? Is this fair? So can I get a ruling? I'm sitting there having to toe niblick the, the ball away from the wall so I can hit my next <laughs> shot. And, it, and it's, just, it's just terrible. I used to have the dream of putting it in the water. Literally in my life, I've had about like two good dreams and I can't even remember what they are because they're so buried by the bad dreams. I just don't have them. And it, it, it has to do, what a surprise, with control. Does that surprise you?
1: No. No, <laughs> sir. No, that doesn't so surprise anyway, me at I all.
2: I saw that signage and that's what I thought about. But yeah, back to the, the qualifier
1: Can know, I, can so I interrupt you real quickly, though? Of
2: course. And I, you always interrupt me. Go for
1: exactly. it. Exactly. it's my show. Hey, yeah. I don't have any dreams like that. What does that say about me?
2: That doesn't, doesn't surprise me? me either. That doesn't surprise me either. <laughs> You should have dreams like that. That's what my have. point is.
1: <laughs> you should have like,
2: horrific, horrific night sweat dreams for crying out
1: loud. Oh my! Of all of the ridiculous things that I put myself through, Jason Whitey all over the place, I don't have any <laughs> dreams. Maybe it's maybe it's a no brains, no headache sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so let's get back to the to the qualifier.
2: Well, how did you feel, Jay? Here you haven't. Really played competitively other than for a couple bucks with your buddies during the week in the summer? Not the same.
1: It's not (laughs) even close to being the same.
2: So explain the difference because what's the difference? Because let's say you play for a couple hundred bucks or or, or you're going through the qualifier. What is the difference?
1: Well, first of all, the Mark Maguire interview that we had on the show about a month ago helped me so much. I was so prepared. For, for the nervousness, for the anxiety, for the really the adrenaline. <clears throat> so for me, there's something about going through this that just sets my body on fire. And my, I have all sorts of adrenaline that runs through my body and, and it manifests itself in a lot of ways, right? So I, uh, the, most predominantly, I want to swing faster. Most predominantly, I want to swing faster. Not that you've ever noticed this, but I, my backswing gets a little snatchy and quick off the ball, and my transition is a blur. If you blink it, you'll miss. And it filters down into some pretty lousy ball hitting. Uh, that those Those two components alone are enough to screw up anybody's golf swing. So what's interesting is – I hit it down the middle of the first hole. I didn't hit the drive very well, but hit it down the middle, hit a really nice iron shot. And yep. and then had the first the 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 first real issue was on the putt. I looked at the putt. I I had a sense for what the putt did. But when I got over the ball, everything changed because the feel of how fast this putt was going to be totally changed my read. Meaning, I needed to play a hell of a lot more break because I wasn't going to hit it, be able to hit it as hard as I wanted to, and play as little break because um, that speed was ramming speed, and it probably wouldn't have gone in the hole anyway. And so, what instead of backing off of the shot, which I should have done, and regrouped and said, "Hey, man, instead of playing a cup outside the right, you need to play a foot outside the right." Right. I just hit the putt and try to give it a little more. It, it's a, it's it's exactly a, a mental mistake no-no that you don't want to commit i mean it's well, just what you don't want to do we 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 made a this decision verbal decision that we were not going to miss any shots before i played and on the third shot i did that i did that now i'm not saying i would have made the putt but i don't care i don't want that that gets checked into a mental mistake box and not into a physical mistake box no fault of my stroke or anything like that that was just a plan in the head that didn't go well
2: you know uh talk about that for a second jay i think it's such a great tip for uh for the for the audience of w- what we mean by don't miss a shot before you swing it before yes you hit it. so we
1: got to commit to we're going to commit to several things first of all we're going to commit to make we're, we're going to commit to a shot we're going to commit to a target and we're going to in whatever that consists of we're gonna see that through from top to bottom without having any sort of interruption in the middle of that stuff meaning if you get halfway through your swing and something a, a thought of holy smokes this isn't enough club runs through your head you're gonna back off and start over it's right. not about being right it's about being committed because as you and I know there's there's probably two or three clubs that I could hit for every single shot out there
2: that's a great point there absolutely is there is for everybody. And it's that commitment of seeing it through. For the most part, wouldn't you say that the guys out there, that if they're not missing shots before they actually swing, they're probably going to have a pretty good day. There's not too many days when you go out there and you're truly committed. That, 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 that's that's half the game anyway is what I'm saying, competition, and maybe more. 100%. Maybe
1: more. I totally agree, Pearl. 100%. And, and, and I think that's what um, – uh, people are talking about when they say the biggest challenge for golf is between the years because you wind up defeating yourself before you start just with the way that you think or that the approach that you have. And so, um, but after that, you know, I had a really kind of a, a screwy situation up on number two, it's a par five. I hit a nice drive, but it hung up, just barely hung up in the right rough. And I, I just misjudged the rough. I had a sense for what to do, but I thought I was going to be able to do something else, and it, we, we didn't pull it off and wound up making a bogey there. Um, I'm not really so convinced that that was a mental error. John, is just kind of a recognition sort of thing because the rough was so wet and so wiry that the ball just didn't go anywhere.
2: Well, that's, that's one of the holes that played remarkably different than it normally plays. You know, you can miss that thing in the rough and still have a, a shot and be able to advance it to that second level, but as you said, when it's it was that wet, that ball got stuck up the, on the side of the hill. To that degree, it was almost like a baseball bat swing. So that was tough. Yeah, I, I regret as caddying that, you know, I, I'm like you. I saw that you could get the back of the ball, so why not go for it? But by the time you stood over it, I'm kind of thinking, oh, boy, this isn't – he can't really even go after this thing too much because then if he does and misses a little bit, it's not going to go anywhere either. So that's another one of those just – that was – Bad bad caddying on that hole for sure.
1: So let me ask you this, bro. you don't caddy, you don't get out like you used to do. you know, you it, there's an art to this stuff for you as well, to recognizing some of these things and to getting familiar with some of the, comfortable with some of the stuff, isn't there?
2: Oh I, I definitely felt behind uh, early on. I'd had a long weekend with the tournament myself, driven to see you the night before, and I was definitely behind the uh, the eight ball. And again, a challenge for me, a big challenge for me caddy and because i know the course quite well you've been good enough to have me out there so many times the course just played so so much different the the tees were at the tips more or less and uh the golf course was so soft that it was it was uncomfortable that second hole you certainly birdie it more times than anything else and we made it a, a gosh thing uh, bogey there yeah. that hole alone if you if you make your regular birdie you're probably in the tournament right so it's uh it's just that kind of stuff but uh uh, so once you got it going, it was a lot of fun though, because then all of a sudden you rattle off three birdies.
1: Yeah, Pearl. We're going to hold the thought there. We're going to have to uh, wrap up the on the range segment. I'm going to do the tip of the cap, and then we're going to pick this up on the front nine. And, and absolutely, we'll go right from 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 where you were there. But I want to tip the cap today to all of our unsung heroes and all the unsung unsung people that are involved in the tournament that are involved like. I don't know if people know this, but do you know how many volunteers are, are working this week to make the Ascension Classic work?
2: I don't. I certainly don't.
1: 900. Wow. 900 St. Louisans and from around this uh, this area took, took off work, took off, uh, uh, grabbed their vacation time for no pay to make this thing work because A, they love the game. a they love B, they love the charities. W- whatever it is, to be a part of it. And, it. and that, Pearl, that is happening every single week on the PGA Tour, on the Champions Tour, on the Corn Ferry Tour. It's amazing. And so my hat is, and, and this, um, the tip of the cap is brought to you by the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, uh, 314-966-0303. My buddy Colin Burnt is a rock star over there. He's got my vehicle. He's given me a vehicle. Pearly's bought a vehicle from him. My daughter Joe's got a vehicle from him, folks. He's a man. If you need anything, reach out to Colin. And I am thanking all of those people, the volunteers, the the people in the hospitality, the people that run the transportation, all the the, the servers that are that are the food servers over there, the people that are working at the club, our staff at Norwood, Jason um, uh Smitty, Brandon Smith, uh, Bobby Pavilonis, Matt. Uh, Tyler uh, all those guys that are there were work working the range they're doing all sorts of double duty triple duty this week and we couldn't do it without them. that's going to wrap up the on the range segment don't go anywhere pearly and I'll be back for more of golf with Jay Delsing on the front nine I want to officially welcome darty business solutions as the new title sponsor of this show so who are they Well, first of all, they've been headquartered in St. Louis for the last 37 years. They're the number one largest IT consulting firm per the St. Louis Business Journal. They're also the number one largest software development company per the St. Louis Business Journal. They were voted number one top workplace in St. Louis for large companies. There's over 2,500 teammates in 30 states and in three countries. There are 11 dirty regional development hubs in and around the world. If you live and or work in the St. Louis area, chances are that through their business or their extensive community work, Darty Business Solutions has done something positive near you. Check us out at darty.com. That's D-A-U-G-H-E-R-T-Y.com. It is not too soon to be thinking about the holidays and the opportunity to bring your family together. Make the most of the holiday season and discover the beauty culture and cuisine of Hawaii, while space is still available. Luxury suites, villas and vacation rentals that can accommodate multi generational family gatherings are filling up fast. AAA travel and pleasant holidays will help you immerse yourself in the aloha spirit with an all inclusive dream vacation, including sightseeing tours through the islands. Call a AAA advisor today to book your Hawaiian holiday experience or visit AAA.com
0: travel. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. For golf tips, news on the latest equipment, and everything golf, log on to GolfWithJayDelsing.com. The Front Nine is coming up.
1: How would you like access to 90 holes of golf? Well, that's what happens when you join at Whitmore Country Club. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. And guess what? No cart fees included in that deal. There's no food and beverage minimums. There's no assessments. They have a 24-hour fitness center, two large pool complexes, three tennis courts. Year-round social calendar includes holiday parties, picnics, date nights, live music. They even have a kid's club for your children and much, much more. There's junior golf, junior tennis, and swim teams available. Folks, are you in the market for some additional protection for your ride? You need to call my friends at Vehicle Assurance. Their number is 866-341-9255. Sherry Fain is the owner and president and she and her team are committed to helping you with your unexpected auto repair bills. They are committed to finding the right protection for you, your budget, and your family. They only work with the top vehicle service providers in the country get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. That's Vehicle Assurance, 866-341-9255 for a free quote, 866-341-9255. Good morning, this is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I'm sitting down this morning, gosh, with Bob Gauss. Bobby, we have known each other for, man, over 40 years.
3: At least. Um, and we used to play a little Gateway PGA Junior golf together before high school. So, you know, I'm 61 now. So it's definitely been maybe maybe 45 years. That's how long it's been.
1: Well, first like, of all, thanks. Crazy. it is crazy. And thanks for joining me this morning. <laughs> Let's tell the folks a little bit about you have been. The, the the predominant player in our section for the last at least 25 years or so you played in major championships you've won just about everything there is to win around the section but just last week you qualified for the national senior club pro
3: yeah you know i've had uh i became a member in of the pga in 1995 i kind of waited a little too long to do that i wish i'd started here early but since then yeah i've been very lucky i've uh I mean, I'm, I think I've won the player of the year like 10 or 11 times. I have won a lot. You know, I've played in seven majors, five PGA's, thanks to the PGA of America, a couple U.S. Opens. And it's been a, quite a good run. And as you get a little older, you kind of wonder if you can ever keep it going. And then the other day, I played at Old St. Albans and played Tavern Creek, which is, it's not easy. If you've never played there, its its it's a challenging little golf course, very narrow. And, uh, you know, I shot even part of the first day, a couple of bogeys, a couple birdies to make it even. And second day played bogey free, and, and, which was nice. And even in some wind with about six holes to go. But, uh, you know, you just when you get a little older, you never know if you can keep that stuff going. But right now I'm hitting the ball good and I'm even putting better. That's what's even that's the best part of it. I'm putting good again. Yeah. No you, rhyme or reason.
1: You know, Bob, this game is, is its just maddening because certain components of it come and they go. But the fact that you've had the longevity, the fact that you've been in this area, and I know you do a ton of teaching, and I know you love the game and want to grow the game. Tell the folks a little bit about what your days are like, how they can hang out with you, get a lesson from you, or even just talk to you and talk about the game.
3: Well, I'm at at family golf just about every day, other than the days we play a few events. You know, I'll start at 7.30, 8.15, give four or five lessons in the morning, take a couple-hour break, and do three or four in the afternoon. And, you know, it's hard to believe the PGA of America has tried just about everything to get people to play golf, and along comes this crazy pandemic, this COVID, and all of a sudden, here we are. I've never been so busy as I've been the last three and a half years, And so it's every day, eight, nine lessons, do five or six on the weekends. But I'm around there. If you ever need to see me, that's where I'm at, Old Family Golf, every day. There's a bunch of us there. We just, we march along. It's pretty impressive what's going on right now with the golf business.
1: It really is. And who the hell would have ever thought it took a global pandemic to get the boost on golf. But man, Adam Betts, our buddy, you got to take your hat off to him and what he's done at Family Golf.
3: Well, he came along at the right time, that's for sure, and uh, Adam's done a great job. Redid the whole building. We've put in some new putting greens. He's done more than that. It's just a nice range. Everybody likes it there. The whole crew gets along. You know, him and RJ are running the show, RJ Villaferrado, and they do a fantastic job. So, we're all lucky after being a tower tee for gosh, 28 years. I mean, I've just, I got lucky again. Now I'm at another great place and I I couldn't be happier. Things are good there. There's no doubt about it.
1: Well, Bob, we so appreciate the fact that you've been in our section for so long. You've been growing the game. You've been playing the game. You've been teaching the game. We wish you all the very, very best of luck and um, and good luck and, and keep doing what you're doing.
3: Yeah, I hope I can keep it going for a while. I mean, I, I stay in shape. I'm working out. You know, hopefully I can, uh, you know, have a few more guard rounds and, and keep it going. Who knows how long it can last, but I'm going to enjoy it while I can.
1: I am proud to welcome the gateway section of the PGA back to my show. Whether you're pulling into your favorite driving range, public golf course, or country club, there is an excellent chance that the staff there is part of the over 300 men and women PGA professionals at over 100 facilities that make up our gateway section. I grew up watching so many of these fine men and women getting to the golf course at dawn, leaving at dusk, spending their entire day running events, giving lessons, and growing this great game, PGA Reach, Drive, Chip and Putt, PGA Hope, and the fantastic PGA Junior League are a few of the examples of the programs run by these same PGA professionals. Go to gatewaypga.org to learn more or to find your next PGA professional for your next lesson. Go to PGA.com. The Gateway PGA, growing the game we love.
0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is presented by the Ascension Charity Classic, September 5th through the 11th at Norwood Hills Country Club. For tickets, ascensioncharityclassic.com.
1: Hey, welcome back. Jay and John are here, and this is Golf with Jay Delsing. We are headed to the Front Nine, brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. It's here. Guys, sneak out there this Sunday. You're going to see some great golf, man. There, You're going to see some great golf. The golf course is perfect. The weather looks like it's going to cooperate. Get out there and watch the best players play. All right, so, Pearl, we're talking about our qualifying round.
2: Yeah, well, the other thing I wanted to bring up about the golf, first of all, you rattled off three birdies, so that was pretty exciting. You could have made a couple more, so you kind of got yourself back in the game, and it was fun to see you kind of get pumped up uh, and that kind of stuff. I, I want to mention one thing about the, one of the guys we played with, Brian Cooper. Does he pound the ball or does he pound the ball?
1: He pounds He's, the ball. And, yeah, absolutely, pounds You, you
2: played with him before. It's just—it's just, it's just interesting—the the quality of the guys that were in that qualifier, the quality of the guys that were in the tour. You know, in the tournament, I checked out the the roster for the tournament. It is absolutely an old who's who of Ryder Cuppers, U.S. Open winners, uh, superstars, Hall of Famers. Um, absolutely all across the board. It's—it's just—it's almost surreal and especially in the senior or the Champions Tour, how close you can get to these guys and you can still watch them play. You know, they're not bombing it quite what they used to and that kind of stuff, but, man, they can still flat play. The qualifying score out there the the day you went through it was a playoff, for crying out loud, at 3-under.
1: And here's what I want you to know. good playing. Alan McLean, the guy that got through the playoff, went to number 2. He birdied number 1. He went to number 2 and hit driver 4 iron on the green.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's enough. Wow.
1: That's, that's it's what does it say to you, John, when I feel like I should re-retire after <laughs> I mean, what in the hell is that?
2: It's it is it it's just amazing what's happened to the game. It's just the amount of talent is exciting. It's exciting to watch that. There's still that That intangible, that ability to play and get the ball around and really have all aspects of the game. And I'll tell you what, if you don't, you you absolutely cannot compete. You absolutely cannot compete out there.
1: You know, we talked about Brian Cooper and man, did he have a chance to really shoot a good round. And, you know, you just saw it all kind of fall apart on him Um, coming off a shoulder surgery. This is the first event qualifying event he's tried to play in i don't know how many years in one year i oh, think oh i didn't and, know that
2: i didn't know yeah. that i heard him say that he came off of something i didn't realize it was that recent that certainly explains it because he, he was obviously rusty with his with his scoring but the quality of some of the shots the power uh was just 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 absolutely awesome and it was fun how is it jay to see see your old buddies out there kind of hanging out some of the guys went through qualifying with you other guys like scotty dunlop were just kind of practicing and that kind of stuff how is it to see those guys? Does it bring back good old memories? Uh, does it? What? What does it? it do It brings to your... back
1: memories. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, John. That's a loaded question. I don't. You know, we are a high road show, but some of the stuff it just. You know, the, that's. I feel like the guys live in such a time warp sometimes that oh, yeah. I cannot. I have really shut it down. 5 years ago, 6 years ago, 7 years ago. And some of them look at me and like, how you been playing? Like I don't play yeah. anymore, man. They're like, no, I mean, I know you you know you still play. How you play? They and it's like they just there's just this this void of of um you know, what's what's really happening? I mean, you get to see Willie Wood, who's a great guy and been a longtime friend of ours since back. All these guys, John, we've been hanging around the same group of guys since college. Since Pre, college. Pre-college. pre-college yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so you're getting to have lunch with Scotty Dunlop. Scotty's a good buddy, a good player. It was fun. You know, talking to Esteban Toledo, who's really a character and a really good guy. But, you know, I said Esteban he lost in a playoff. I felt bad for the guy. You know, he he played well and, and shot sixty eight and lost in a playoff. And I said to him, "Gosh, uh, you know, I'm sorry it didn't go your way. Didn't you think the golf course played long?" And he goes, "No, not really." And I mean, Pearl, I know I'm as long as he is now. He's never been a, and, and and I'm like, I hit a, I think I hit five or six or seven four irons, Esteban. And he goes, "No, not really. It's not that long." He goes, "I'm really straight." I go. I understand straight. I only missed three fairways. I was pretty damn straight too, but I still felt like it played long. And he said, "Nope, didn't play long."
2: I just think that's that. That's that thing where you used to think ten uh, foot putts were three were three footers. I think it's a certain way we kind of talk ourselves into things so that we can deal with it. Uh, the ten foot
1: putts look like thirty footers now.
2: Yeah, it's. It's kind of kind of swapped on us a little bit. Yeah, it's gone but the wrong way. I, I, don't know, for, I, I don't know those guys, and I haven't been around them as, as much as you have, but I have for as many years. And it's fun to see them. And, and there's a certain amount of respect for that I give to them for kind of sticking with their passion for all these years. It can't be easy to be 60 years old shooting three under, missing the cut, and then hopping back on the plane or going to the next uh, next location. It wasn't easy when we were 16 missing cuts, and it sure as heck isn't easy when we're 60 or 62 missing cuts.
1: So we played in a pro-am yesterday on the east course. My team won by two. We shot 48. And hanging around, I ran into Tim Heron, lumpy, great guy. Had a, had a good chuckle with him. Ran into Kirk Triplett, who's been a good buddy of ours for a long, long time. We played college golf with him. He went to University of Nevada, Reno, and uh, we wound up playing together a lot. And um, um, uh, saw Billy Andrade and um, congratulated him on the most recent, uh, you know, award. He got the Payne Stewart Award. That's, Payne Stewart Award, absolutely. That's a big. That's a big deal. And um, yeah, some of the you know, the, it's you know, Pearl. It's it's kind of like the same movie. You know, it's like the, the, the everybody's aged a little bit, but it's all the same characters in there. It's, it's, it's a little strange.
2: Well, it's interesting. It, it, we've seen this and talked about this for many years. Distance or not, equipment or dip, not, the same guys that got it done for the most part back when we were juniors, back when we were in high school, back when we were in mini tours, back when we were on tour, are the same guys getting it done now. There's just a certain belief or intangible or, or combination of skills that they do have that somehow they still on average still get it done more so than the other guys that don't that they've always been beaten most of their lives. There's there's the exception, but not too many.
1: It's interesting, Pearl, because I push back on that a little bit, a little bit, because where are guys like Paul Azinger, Brad Faxon, Ian Baker Finch? All the, now these were top, top tier players when, when we were playing. You know, there there is it's it's really interesting to see how you age and see what happens to your game as you age what does that look like because pearl if you were to go to tell me that brad Faxon would completely have lost his game and not be able to play on the champions tour even though he's he's able to because he's made so much money with the way that he chips and putts i would have said you're crazy oh in fact yeah and and why doesn't a guy like paul azinger play anymore
2: yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's lifestyle. Maybe it's the combination. Maybe it's the aging. And there's certainly exceptions. I I agree with that. And there's other things with uh, that we that we've talked about through the years. But in general, no, you're right. Like you see, you don't see a whole host of new names. The other thing about the tour that you've mentioned in the past, the Champions Tour, it's a small field. You know, this has been get, been getting narrowed down. We had 150 plus guys, kind of on tour, if you will. Well, this is narrowed down to closer like fifty or sixty, isn't it?
1: 78 players. Yes, seventy-eight players. Yeah, so that's 78 players. It's, that's it's it.
2: Basically, half the field it used to be. So there's going to be attrition through injury, uh, you know, bodies shutting down on them, guys, you know, losing interest, haven't been out there long. Hey, and some of those guys made a lot of money. They don't need to chase this money either. Well, they're so, not,
1: and a lot of them aren't chasing it. A lot of them will tell you they don't have anything else to do.
2: Yeah, right.
1: Which is pretty interesting.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So. I don't know. The one thing that I forgot about, John, that was so evident was I forgot about what rain does to the scores on the PGA Tour and the T- PGA Tour champions. There is no way I, – I totally forgot that it makes it play so much easier scoring-wise. And if we don't get some sort of uh, – um, It'll be interesting to see the scoring this week because that golf course playing soft is really susceptible because the greens aren't as fast and the and it's like throwing darts in there.
2: Well, especially in the, in the qualifier, you guys can pick the ball up in your own fairway. So that's, that's a recipe for a whole bunch of birdies. Did you find that the course is speeding up a little bit? Because I don't think you're supposed to have rain the rest of the week, or, or are you?
1: Well, um, I played the East course yesterday. Mm. And so okay. uh and I won't be on the golf course anymore, but I am doing um but so I don't I you know I I'm not really sure. I'm not yeah. really I'm not I'm, I'm not really sure what that's going to look like, but you know, Jan most people think that if you have to go out and play golf in the rain, that that's going to be a nuisance and that's going to screw everybody up and it does the exact opposite. It lowers the scores. The balls stay in the fairway. There's less roll. Your drives don't roll into trouble. They stay where they land. Same with your iron shots. And it slows the greens down enough for the guys to take a little bit of uh, a more dead aim. And and, and if they're in uh, in doubt, they just go ahead and drill it.
2: Well, I was just hope. Obviously, uh, we hope that the, it's it's going to be a great tournament. The golf course is fantastic, and the more it can dry out and get faster, the more interesting it'll be to uh, watch the guys uh, get challenged by the property.
1: Yeah. So today's the final round, and so I think you know I think you can see the course speeding up a little bit each day. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, and and a, and a fun uh, a fun finish. Um. All right. So, John. Let's shift gears a little bit. I want to give a shout-out um, to my friends. Um, they are running the Birdies for Breathing Golf Tournament. It's over in Belleville, Illinois. It's uh, It's called Birdies for Breathing. You can reach them at, uh, let me find their number. I got it right here. It is uh, 314-607-7202. Talk to Lauren Ziegler. Lauren's a great girl. She came into the uh, the Wild Crush last week. She and her husband are, are putting this together. And guys, support this. It's it's uh, to try to end a really really nasty disease called cystic fibrosis. And Pearlie and I know a lot about this from losing a, a dear friend's wife uh, a few years back. So uh, support them. Matt and Lauren Ziegler are great folks, and their daughter. Um, is kind of the poster child for this event, and they're doing it and, and um, with her in mind. And so I just want to give those guys one more shout-out before their event. It's September 19th. It's at St. Clair Country Club, which is a fun golf course to play. That's where the great Bob Golby, Mr. Golf in St. Louis, uh, he'd like to hang his hat and play over there. So um, uh, visit them, check it out, and try to support that event. Um, John, do you have anything – do you want to report anything about Live? And the Boston event, I do.
2: I just saw saw some articles, you know, and and it's happening. It's happening that uh, the the world rankings of the given players that are on the tour are are slipping pretty dramatically because they they don't they don't qualify within their tour on multiple fronts uh, to to get world ranking points. So I think the top guy is now down to like 23 or 24 in the world. Uh, Started with Dustin Johnson at 13, went to 16. Now I believe it's 22 or 23. So the battle continues. Norman's in there, you know, pitching to try to get, uh, be part of the world ranking. But as we've mentioned before, there's three or four categories that the LIV uh, tour does not fulfill relative to qualifying for world ranking points. So it's another problem. It's all these things are converging. Uh, to kind of come to a head. We also had some guys at the B- BMW be a little confrontational. And in some ways, the media is trying to gin it up. In other ways, they seem to be respecting the privacy of the guys at least a little bit. Uh, they certainly seem to like to stir up that there's some scuttlebutt. But we had an incident a little bit between uh, Ian Poulter and, uh, Billy Billy oh. Horschel, yep. and Billy Horschel, which is not a surprise, I suppose. They're both kind of fiery guys. And uh, there, there no, no, no fists were thrown or anything like that. And I don't think the voices were raised too much. Otherwise, the media would have picked it up. Uh, but clearly, clearly, there's some frustration. Uh, so, again, I think this is – we've talked about this. This is going to take more than months, probably years, to get to the bottom of this thing. Uh, I don't know how much time we want to spend on it. Uh, it's still – I think at the end of the day, uh, golf's going to come out ahead, but it's messy along the way.
1: Bro, we are going to wrap up the front nine but we're going to jump right back on this because i want i read um a couple articles about what john rom had to say and i thought it was pretty interesting but we'll get back to that as we get on the back nine but this wraps up the front nine this is golf with jay delson Boy, is this housing market tight right now. Are you tired of having the second best bid on your dream home? Call my friend Joe Schieser at 314-628-2015. Joe's been helping my family and I for over 30 years. He closes millions of dollars of business every year, and he will help you understand the importance of a pre-approval letter, inspections, and pricing your home or your offer just right. If you need to buy or sell your home, Joe is your guy. 314 314- 628-2015 that's three one four six two eight two zero one five after my knee replacement i was able to swing the golf club again without any pain ssm health physical therapy guided me through the rehab process and when i was ready one of their specially trained k certified physical therapists put me on the 3d motion capture system it was awesome they evaluated my posture alignment and the efficiencies of my swing They gave me golf-specific exercises to help make my swing more efficient and repeatable. Call 800-518-1626. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. Powers Insurance is a family-owned agency right here in St. Louis that specializes in providing personalized coverage for the client who has a lot going on. At Powers, they understand that you and your life do not fit in a simple box. So guess what? Neither should your insurance coverage. Go to powersinsurance.com or call 314-725-1414 and ask for Tim Davis. That's powersinsurance.com. I want to tell you about a family-owned and operated golf business that's been right here in St. Louis for over 40 years. I'm talking about Pro-Am Golf Center. That's right, Pro-Am Golf Center. I know you know the name 8054. Ask for CJ or you can visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com That's ProAmGolfUSA.com
0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing To learn more about the game of golf latest equipment and golfing tips log on to jdelsinggolf.com. The Back Nine is presented by pro-am golf
1: welcome back this is golf with jay delson Pearl with me we are headed to the back nine it's brought to you by pro-am golf john you went and visited cj this week what'd you think yep
2: uh, fantastic phenomenal i'm definitely uh, buying buying a game i have to tell you i got a buddy uh that i play some golf with that's semi-new to the sports and even he was giving me garbage about uh, the, the clubs I have in my bag. I said, you know, I'm a little bit behind. He started laughing. He's one of the guys that's going to buy a game every chance he gets. Uh, but with my buddy, Jerry. But uh, that, that was the final straw for me. So I went to see CJ. I'm going to go with the TaylorMades. I'm excited. I'm excited about all of it. And if if half of what comes true, uh, they say with these new sticks, I'll be back in the game, baby. And I can't wait.
1: Fantastic. All right, so CJ's number, 314-647-8051. Pearl, i got to stop this for a sec. So that's CJ's number, 314-647-8054. Great guy. Go get CJ. Go go see CJ. Go get fitted. All right, John, we were talking about LIV, and we were talking about some of the scuttlebutt and some of the skirmishes the verbal sparring and things that were happening there, and I red. And I got to tell you, the more I look in and watch John Rom and the way he handles himself, I'm really impressed. You know, he's a super fiery guy, and I was ex- I, I didn't know what to expect off the golf course with him, but I'm really impressed with how solid a citizen he is and how um, thoughtful some of his responses are to a lot of the, um, you know, there's, there's some hot potatoes that these guys are tossing at, at the players uh, nowadays. And he said he goes, look, I can understand, and he didn't name any names, but was, I can understand wanting Sergio to play in the field, and I can understand wanting Westwood, and I can understand wanting GMAC and, some, and Poulter, some of the guys that have helped create the DP Tour and, and turn it into what it is. But he don't understand why a kid like Taylor Gooch gets to play. Here's a guy that's never played one event on that tour. He's never supported that tour. He gets to play now because there was a rule change, and he can't he doesn't have anywhere else to play. And he's taking a spot, John, from one of the guys that supported that DP World Tour all year long. And that doesn't seem right. So now this so this guy bumps one of the guys that's played 30 events on the DP World Tour up because Taylor Gooch wants to play an event. Or Matt Jones? Well,
2: well, you know, there's always that level where there's those problems. But to your to your point, that's that's where the angst is, and we've talked about this. Golfers kind of like the way things are; they don't want to see a whole lot of change. Don't move my cheese over here. So you can see all of those arguments. The other challenge that I think that's out there, as you know, and it was the hardest part of the whole playing golf for me was. There is so much time you have on your hands when you're on the road playing golf. It's unbelievable where your mind can wander to and the things you can start thinking about. Like and you to, about to have that. some bad dreams? Well, beyond the dreams, it was just, I love being on the golf course. I'm just, you know, you can only practice so much. You can only do some of those things. There's just, there's so much downtime out, out there. And then you get to certain guys that, you know, are right all the time. And then you get five or six guys that are right all the time. And you get those guys together and there's going to be some fireworks.
1: No, there's no question about that. So it's it's interesting. I mean, do you have a, a take on this? Do you think these guys should be prohibited from playing the uh, BMW? No, I don't
2: have. I honestly don't have a take on it. I, I, I don't want to get – personally, it, it, I don't know why. That's, that stuff doesn't generally interest me. Uh, I know that it's going to be messy. I want to look towards things like the President's Cup and uh, talking about the guys that just went through – Corn Ferry tour and got their card, and you know, those kinds of things. The other messy stuff, it's normally with names that uh, not too many people even know who the heck Taylor Gooch is for crying out loud. So, and unfortunately for him, the track record he's got going, they may never know. So, uh, for, for that's that's my maybe that's wrong attitude, but that's my attitude.
1: All right. Well, yeah. And, and I'm not really sure. I mean, none of this was all thought about when. L I V came into existence and some of these rules and it and never thought that there would be an application that would be this sort of divisive and convoluted and and yin and yang. And so I don't really have much comment on it either. I the only thing I just keep going back to the fact that LIV is is splintering professional golf and it's in, in a way that is not allowing the best players to play against one another as often. And I don't like some of the things that the PGA Tour has done in response. I, they've 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 further created a case a cast system on our tournament yep. schedule, and I and it pisses me off. And we already had a cast system that I didn't like, and now they've furthered that and made it worse for some of our friends, like the John Deere Classic, like the Travelers up in Hartford. Those are never going to be elevated events. And where do how how do they now slide further down the? the relevant totem pole on the BGA tour. That sucks.
2: Well, you know, when the argument was, well, the lift should have done it for players for the money. That's all the tour is doing now. Like you're saying with the cast system, it's these top 20, top 30 players that they're getting, you know, pushed in a different direction. The tour, the tournaments themselves are, are getting, you know, uh, highlighted differently. So in essence, they're doing what they were trying to rail against. And supposedly they're doing it to keep the guys that save money. Isn't the most important thing to keep them happy with money. So there's an awful lot of talking out of both mouth, sides of your mouth here, uh, which is which is more than aggravating. And yeah,
1: here's the thing that I I mean I'm a huge Jay Monahan fan as a as a human being. I love the guy, but I gotta tell you, I I I, I don't I don't think he I think he kicked the dog on this thing. Well there no-
2: the thing though, Jay, to your point right there is there must be more to this live. That I thought that I think that there is because he's making some what I would consider some pretty drastic, semi desperate moves. So he, they must feel a major threat to this thing.
1: Oh, my gosh, 100 percent. They feel it, whether it's real or perceived. I don't know, John, but it doesn't matter because the reaction has made us look incredibly weak.
2: Well, you, that's the point. But as a leader, if you're wrong, if, if it's if it's not a big deal and you're making these moves, that that's 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 poor leadership if you're reacting to anything uh you know we we don't need a a hammer to to kill the fly we need a fly swatter but apparently and maybe their look is we want to squash this thing as my father would say nip it in the bud so they might be doing that might be the mindset too is just say we're not going to take any chance that this thing gets any momentum and we're going to try to squash it that might be the philosophy as well it's hard to second guess right jay because we don't know probably 20% of what we need to, need to know to be or have a real rational discussion here.
1: Absolutely, but John, one of the things that I would have liked, first of all, the, the, the tour was complacent. There's no question in my mind. You know, there's no way that they shouldn't have seen this coming. Greg, Greg's been trying to do this for years. He's already yeah. tried to do it once with Rupert Murdoch. He's been trying to do this for years. There's no way that we don't have enough resources to be on the front edge, cutting edge, leading edge of technology and creativity when it comes to the world, world of golf. There's no reason. Second of all, we did not need to be such knee-jerky reacting to this crap that LIV threw out there, give them more relevance because of our reaction. Why the hell couldn't we tap the brakes? You know, Cameron Smith, our number two ranked player in the world, going to go. He went at the the, the the improvements that the tour threw in there, and I put improvements in air quotes. Be, that, that didn't stop him from coming or going. And so why couldn't we have gathered ourselves and and come up with what didn't seem like such um, an overreaction reaction to this stuff why couldn't that have happened
2: I don't know again I I don't know that we know enough to even make make those arguments that's 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 part of the frustration I don't know that any of the public knows much of the the stew that's happening and be behind the scenes
1: right right but anyway only time's going to tell the the court systems are going to play a huge part in this thing which also sucks Yes, um, but yes. you know, the, the first, the hearing for these guys is not until the end of 2023. So sit tight. Cause this thing's a long way from being over.
2: Well, what's the next biggest stuff that we were going to want to probably talk about and not get caught up in the minutiae too much is how the, the majors are going to handle these players. I, I suppose that's the next big thing. We know how the president's cup's handling it. Because none of them are playing in the Presidents Cup,
1: and and that sucks too for that event. And then and Pearl, I got to tell you, if this thing stays the way it is, one of my favorite of all time television events and one to see in person, the Ryder Cup, will forever be changed.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That that's a big deal. That is a spectacular event uh, across the board. And yeah, yeah, you, you're right, Jay. It's uh,
1: say, that that's why it, say that again. Say that again.
2: You just, I forget what I just said. What did I just say? You're right, Jay.
1: Say that no, again. No, I
2: don't think so. Say that, it that's again. It.
1: Anyway, Pearl, the the thing, man, it, it's it it's it's going to have such a profound effect on. Listen, we changed the Ryder Cup format back in the '70s to include all of Europe because the U.S. whipped the crap out of. Great Britain and Ireland every single year. It wasn't even a contest. And by the way, it wasn't interesting and nobody cared about it. That's one of the reasons why Jack, you know, Jack Nicholas has a blasé record in it because nobody cared. It yep. wasn't interesting. So we include all of Europe. So now Sevi can play. Bernard Langer can play. Jose Maria Othabo can play um, uh, among Several other great players, and it turned this thing into a hell of a fun competition where, literally, you were go- going to be flipping a coin to see who was going to win each year. I was really excited after watching Captain Stricker bring home the 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 Ryder Cup trophy back at Whistling Straits last year because of the youth and the in the U.S. pipeline. I was extremely excited about that and. Now, with the, the, the people that we've lost, the, that's going to be it's it's almost like John, you almost have to put like an asterisk in the record book because of it.
2: Well, I, I think so. And then we've got this President's Cup coming up, so we have similar issues going on there. And that still is lopsided. I think this, this the records 11, 1 and 1 for the U.S. Uh, winning that. So all of a sudden, they've got quite the cast of characters. Now, again, st- such. Wonderful, great players, and especially the, the Asian, Asian contingency, you know, is really bolstering that. So who knows? We know the game of golf can be kind of crazy, but you definitely have a who's who versus who Who are we talking about. It's a, it's a tough combination. And I'm looking forward to it because it's the, kind of the last big event, I think, for golf on TV other than maybe some silly season stuff. But I'm still looking forward to it. It's a great golf course. It's uh, the end of uh, September. So that's kind of something to look forward to as well. And it's really the second version from what Ernie Els created for the, uh, the rest of the, uh, the world uh, team to kind of bring them together differently instead of being seg- segmented by the different nationalities. So there's that kind of intrigue. So there's stories inside the story, but it is tough to uh, uh, have some of the guys not be there.
1: I got a question for you. And then we're going to, we're going to wrap this up the back nine up. Um, if, if, Greg Norman and I don't think he would have taken this, but if if Jay Monahan was sat down with Greg Norman and said, "Look it, we're going to do this. We're going to run January to August. You get September to January. You get September uh, through the end of December. And we're going to try to we're going to try to make this. We're going to, you know, the wraparound season is questionable anyway. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up our thing at the Tour Championship, and we're going to do your Tour then. What what, what what Where could we have gone with that sort of thinking?"
2: Absolutely nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. Jay's not going to give them the foothold, and and, and Greg wants it all. So I would say that that has zero that's a good point. My my two cents. That has that has zero starting potential. I don't think. I think when the egos are involved, that's why we're where where we are. There's not going to be communication. There's not going to be logic. That everybody's fighting for territory. Uh, the tour has, has built this, has established the territory over many years. And uh, I, I, it's a place that I think I do agree. They're not going to give an inch, and they probably shouldn't, and especially not to a guy like Greg Norman, who the old, if you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. If you give him an inch, he'll take the rest of the season.
1: Well, that's going to wrap up the back nine. Folks, don't go anywhere. John and I will be right back with the 19th hole. Golf with Jay delson You already know that Marcon is a great corporate citizen, as well as the largest distributor of GE appliance parts in North America. Well folks, they're at it again. This year at the Ascension Charity Classic, September 6th through 12th at Norwood Hills Country Club, on the 14th hole, Marcon is sponsoring the Military and First Responder Viewing Deck. This is a designated area for our military men and women, first responders, police and firefighters, to watch the best Champions Tour players compete at Norwood Hills. The best part is, it is absolutely free. Contact me at j at or Connor Bradley at cbradley at ascensioncharityclassic.com for complete details. That's the Ascension Charity Classic and the Marcone Military and First Responder Viewing Area September 6th through 12th at Norwood Hills Country Club. I'll see you at the golf course. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. I've been looking for over three years for the perfect place to be the official 19th hole, of The Golf with Jay Delsing Show, and the search is over. Please welcome the Loading Dock to the show. What a great place it is. It is located at the confluence of the Mississippi and Illinois Rivers in beautiful Grafton, Illinois. Their patio is killer, with seating for over 800, and every weekend the Loading Dock has the area's best live music. There's no reservations required, they have overnight lodging available, and they also have an ice skating rink in the winter months. And don't forget about the super cool Riverside Flea Market, which happens the fourth weekend of each month from April through October. If you're into antiques and collectibles, you got to check it out the Grafton Ferry runs directly from St. Charles County to within steps of our parking lot. Go check out the Loading Dock and say hello to my buddy, Peter Allen. He is a great guy, good golfer, and a lover of the game. Call 618-556-7951 or visit them on the web at graftonloadingdock.com for more information on their live music schedule, the Riverside Flea Market, and more. The Loading Dock, the new official 19th hole of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Pearl. Thanks for joining me. Look
2: look forward to watching the end of the the Ascension. And great to be with you, Jay.
1: Same, same. And, uh, great golf in the loop. It never gets old and, uh, hats off to Ascension. Let's see how, who closes this thing out. Hit them straight, St. Louis. Hey, do you like wine? Have you heard about the hottest new wine bar in St. Louis? It's called Wild Crush Wine Bar and it's located in town and country on Clayton Road just behind the Strops. Have you ever experienced self-dispensing wine machines? Well, they are here. The only place in St. Louis and most of Missouri that you'll find them and it's at Wild Crush. You can choose your size of pour and Wild Crush will pour the freshest wine in the area for you. The organic Argon gas system used at Wild Crush keeps this wine pristinely fresh for up to 60 days. So if you're tired of drinking wine that's been open For a few days, come into Wild Crush for the best and freshest wine selection in the area. Go to WildcrushSTL.com and come have one with us. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors, we're gonna pick
2: it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of.
1: Work out to thousands of live and on demand classes